0: inspiration and powerhouse pep talks Jillian style with a whole lot of truth and even more love join Jillian each week for morning empowerment talks uplifting interviews and the opportunity to create a life of fulfillment by discovering and stepping up as the true you let's shine Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. I am here with my dear, incredible friend, Kelsey Abbott. Kelsey is a confidence coach and instigator of joy. How much do we love that? She's a writer, a speaker, and the host of her own podcast, the Find Your Awesome Podcast. So after we're done chatting today, friends, go over and subscribe to hers. She helps driven humans crush self self-doubt so they can experience unstoppable growth with ease and freedom. To do that, she helps her clients learn to really truly love themselves, shed the shoulds, embrace their unique greatness and sparkle. And if that there is literally no better bio ever to describe you, Kelsey Abbott. Hello and welcome.
1: Hello. Thank you so much for having me, Jillian. I I love you. I love you. <laughs>
0: We'll just start off with that. Okay. So friends, just to give you a little bit of a backstory, Kelsey is more than just beautifully written words. She is somebody that actually like helped me. In, the words help me actually don't even do it justice. She guided me through a really, really difficult time in my life that came unexpectedly. Of course, after years and years of me kind of pushing things aside and ignoring things and really just not knowing how to navigate through things. So Kelsey, actually, I have shared on this podcast before how you helped me. And I'm just so psyched to have you here and chatting with my people.
1: I'm so excited to be here. I love your podcast. I love your people. (laughs) I adore you. And I love, I love seeing the transformation too, Jillian. Like, I know I already said this too, but it's not just your eyeshadow. You, sister, are just sparkling right now. Thank you. Well, that's that's your final word, right, in your little
0: bio that I got to read about you is sparkle. And, you know, some people may, may look at that word, like, and just think of, like, the bright, shiny lights. But, like, it really, truly is, like, this luminescent thing that's within us that we get to
1: all embody. And you have helped me in a huge way with that. I'm so glad. It's such an honor, and and it's so much fun. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So let's paint the picture. Do you let's paint the picture a little bit for how you helped me because it will really help people understand the superpowers that you have. And then, like, I just want to chat. I just want to riff with you if that's cool. Yeah, let's go wherever. Take me. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So friends, I was in this place. Um, actually let's, let's bring it back to the beginning. My, uh, business coach was hosting an event. Um, you guys know that I have been working with Amber Liliastrom for, oh my God, it hasn't even been a year yet, which seems so bonkers to me because I had done what? every person does and stalk people for a couple of years before actually like working with them, but not every person, but I was that person for Amber. So she hosted a retreat, um, at the beginning of 2018 and Kelsey and Amber are very good friends. And Kelsey was a guest speaker and presenter and soul sister at the event, prior to this, Kelsey and I had actually been introduced by Amber, um, because she helped me navigate a little bit with me launching my life coaching um, business here. And so she got to the event, and I was so excited, because I'm like, I know her. Like, I've been on the phone with her before. Like, I felt really cool. (laughs) But at the event, I just had massive clarity on a lot of things, and I felt really good. I felt super, um, like, I was on the path, and that I had achieved stuff that was once a goal of mine. And it just felt really good to be in that space. But as I was there a lot um, on the final day, a lot of old demons resurfaced in like that, like Banshee style way, right? Like they were screaming and I just, I didn't, it shook me because I had felt so good the whole time that I was there. Um, But quite honestly, I'm grateful that it happened because these old demons, which were telling me I was not thin enough. I was not fit enough. I was not good enough. Um, tons of body image stuff. They, they came up and I finally had the opportunity to release because Kelsey walked us through a ton of, uh, or gave us a glimpse of what she does for her clients. And I was like, well, that, that's what I need. Came home, told my husband, I know that I'm ready to let go energetically of a lot of body image stuff and I just need Kelsey to help me. And he was like, okay. (laughs) He's like, do you want to go see a nutritionist? I'm like, yes, but, and (laughs) first I need to talk to Kelsey Abbott. So we hopped on the phone and I bawled my eyes out the entire time because I was finally like detoxing all this stuff that had been keeping me small and holding me back my entire life. And you just helped me in such a huge way, reframe things and look at my demons and release them. And gosh, you're you're like a sparkly fairy dust that really helped you. You're a sparkly fairy sprinkled fairy dust that helped me change my life. So that's my perspective. Do you want to share anything from your end?
1: I you okay? So you showed up. You wanted to get that done. Yeah, you saw like you you really truly saw yourself. Yeah, you saw the blocks. You saw old stories. You had done the work to get to that point of being able to see see the stories that you'd been holding on to. Yep, see how they'd been holding you back, and you were ready for the release. And that's just I love this quote that we can't read the label from inside the jar you, we can't help. We can't do it for ourselves. Yeah. I can't transform my own grandma. Mm -hmm. I've had other people do it for me. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we need people. Yeah. It's so powerful.
0: So now when people, this is just me out of curiosity, when people work with you, it can be Well, for me, like you said, I, I knew what it was. I just needed you to like push like the off button on all these things and help me make that final switch. But I imagine that there are many people that you have to help guide through the process of even figuring out what Kelsey calls them gremlins. I call them demons. So we'll use those words interchangeably. We have friends that call them inner mean girl and just nasty the nasty voice that's in your head that is just tearing you down like that's what we're talking about here so i imagine that there are many people that are having trouble even pinpointing what it is so is that true do you help people yeah. really like from the beginning cuz i was there i was at the end i just needed your guidance to like release so but i'm sure people are like i don't even know where to start with this
1: yeah so some people it takes i i start off working with people in four month blocks yeah and some people, it's like our second to last session is time when they're ready yeah. to let go of those gremlins. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's earlier, mm-hmm. but you know, a lot of people don't realize, they don't even hear the voice. Yeah. They don't even realize that it is a voice, it's just so much a part of them. Mm. So it's, it's, the first thing they have to do is like start hearing the words, hearing the messages, hearing the stories. And then they have to realize that it's separate from them.
0: Now, when you're talking about hearing things, because I know people might be like, is this a, is this like a crazy voice in my head? Like, because we've got a constant dialogue going on in our head. But I know for some people it shows up with like how inner thoughts that they don't recognize that they're thinking are making them feel or habits that they've created because of the negative talk. Like what, what does that look like for you? How do you describe that?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. It is, it is, it's different and the same for everyone. So sometimes it'll just be a, a thought that passes through. That you don't even. So, like, when it's something familiar, we tend to just jump on it. We yeah. grab it, and it's just like an old friend like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll get in that car. We don't think stranger danger. Yeah. So, you jump in this car that says, I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. or this car that says i'm fat and Mm -hmm. ugly and slow whatever message it is because our inner so inner critic is another word our inner critic our gremlin our demons they are the voice that we have we've created to protect ourselves yeah so this stay with me people (laughs) (laughs) no that's that's really profound like we've
0: created this to protect ourselves like i'm actually glad that there was a natural pause there because that's kind of mind-blowing
1: yeah so we created this so if here's the the logic that our gremlin uses that hey if i tell you that you're not good enough then when other people tell you that you're not good enough it's okay you're already you already have a wall up you already know that. So it's not as scary. It's not as like horrible for you. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. And, and but also like so simple at the
1: same time, but ugh. so how do we work through that? Yeah. So, okay. So first step, start hearing it. Yeah. Start realizing like, what is it that you want to do? Whether it's launch your business start a family, find your soulmate, run a race, open your art gallery, whatever it is, what's keeping you from doing it right now?
2: Yeah.
0: I know for me too, um, my experience was that, and we kind of, this kind of came out during our session together, but I was thinking these negative self-talking thoughts, this, I am not, I'm not thin enough. I'm not, my body is not strong. Like I, I've got a a nasty relationship with food. I was thinking those thoughts, they they were consuming my day and I didn't recognize it until we kind of dove in, but like probably 65 to 70% of my day was spent thinking those thoughts. And as a mama, as a wife, as a, uh, an entrepreneur who like wants to put goodness into the world, you helped me to recognize that if I am consumed, if 60% of my day, even 60, not even 65 or 70, 60% of my day is consumed by thinking these horrible thoughts about myself, Oh my gosh, how much time would open up if I got to release that so that I can serve the world because I've got all this free time in space space in my brain all of a sudden that can be creative and that can put goodness out there rather than tearing myself down and that's crazy to me. Like that's holy cow, that was just a nugget that once once we deduced that it was like, "Oh my goodness, I can't I can't believe that I've been living like this for so long but I'm so grateful to recognize it because it doesn't always have to be like this.
1: Yeah, that's accessing your potential. Yeah. That's like we can simplify that. Um let's look at a basketball player runs dribbling a basketball.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Or we'll just stick with the basketball example which I don't know why this is what came up for me. I'm <laughs> not a like, big basketball fan. But okay, so they're running and they're dribbling a basketball. Are they going to be able to run faster with or without that basketball? Like that, ba- dribbling that basketball, no matter how long they've been doing it, it is taking a part of their attention. Right. Take away the basketball, how fast can they run now? Right. And that's just one piece. Yeah. The things that we're giving energy to all day, there are lots of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there are. Um, I actually really like that analogy, so I'm glad that you went there. Kelsey is a triathlete, friends. Like, she is freaking amazing. amazing. You should follow her on Instagram, like, also, along with her podcast. Um, And I'm going to plug everything for you, Kelsey, in the show notes, but um, she's incredible. So, in terms of, if you're looking to follow somebody that's inspirational, in terms of not just mindset work, but, but... body work and athletic work and just really taking your body to unbelievably amazing places that appear to have limits at first, but then you figure out how to bust through those. It's so, it's, it's so inspiring. You're like the coolest person I know.
1: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're quite welcome.
0: Um, So talking about energy I'd love to start diving into the energy level um, stuff because you taught us some amazing things at our retreat about different energy levels. And I just think that if people were even aware of this, it would help them navigate their day so much. And I really would love to give the listeners that kind of step up that I feel like I have now that I understand the energy levels and understand where I fall at certain times and we're not always on the same energy level. But can you dive into teaching us a little bit about those?
1: Yeah, I love this stuff. So I got certified through IPEC, yeah. which is the Institute for Pro- Professional Excellence in Coaching. And this is there, something that IPAC, only IPEC coaches can, can use. We give assessments. Um, and I start all of my coaching relationships off by, I want to create this language Mm -hmm. with them. So we take them through an assessment and then a deep dive into these energy levels. This stuff has been a game changer Mm -hmm. for everyone I know who's ever come across it. And it's something, it totally, it totally changed my relationship with my husband because we talk about stuff in terms of energy levels and it's, so I'll get into it now, but like just being able to say like, I'm, I'm in level one right now. Mm -hmm. That's it helps understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. There are seven energy levels. Mm-hmm. We all go through all of them all day, every day. And we might go through one. It might just be like one second.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We, every energy level has a purpose.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything has like it, its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we start at the bottom. Levels one and two are catabolic. That means negative energy. I call them the cat box.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So level one, this is woe is me. This is, in terms of the cat box, you're rolling around in kitty litter.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You are feeling sorry for yourself. You are not moving forward. You're feeling like a victim. Like the world happens to you in level one. You're not going to launch your business. You're not going to change the world from level one. Right. But you can ask for help. Mm-hmm. And level one. And you can receive help from level one. Yeah. Then we climb, climb up to level two. Level two, we're throwing poop. <laughs> level two is anger. It's conflict. It's frustration. At level two, there's a right way and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. Everything is black or white. There, so So obviously there's a whole lot of judgment in this level. Yeah. Then we go into level three. Level three, we're like clambering out of the cat box, but we could dive in at any moment. Yeah. It's only 60% anabolic energy and 40% catabolic energy. Yeah. Anabolic energy is positive. That's growing. Think anabolic steroids. They make things grow. Yeah. They're not necessarily positive though. This is not, I do not promote the use of this. (laughs) Excellent disclaimer there. (laughs) So level three is about tolerating stuff, yeah. coping with stuff, rationalizing. So anytime the shoulds, yeah, anytime you just, you think like, oh, I should do X, right? That's level three. Uh-huh. We just explain away the negativity in level three. In level three, it's like, I want to win the race and I want all my friends to come in second.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In level four Level 4 is all about love for ourselves and others. It's it's all about fixing other people. Mm-hmm. Because at level 4 we think people are broken. Yeah. And we want to fix them. We think situations are broken and we want to fix them. It's about supporting others, working for a team. It's not about like getting yourself on the podium, it's about getting other people there. Mm-hmm. This is it's parenting. Yeah. It's healthcare workers. Yeah. There is though there like there are one downside of level four. Two downsides. One, drama. Mm-hmm. You get caught up in stories. Mm-hmm. Two, all that giving drains you. Right. It either drains you or makes you resentful. Right. So you either get pissed off and go into level two and have this constant circle between level four and level two. Or you just get so depleted that you go into woe is me at level one. Yeah. And then you're able to fill yourself back up and you go back to giving. Level right, because you're asking for help
0: in level one. So yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to give, give, give. And then when I like crash and burn and my teacup is broken on the floor, mm-hmm. somebody can help me glue it back
1: together. Exactly. And then I can, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas if you go to level two at that point, you're give, give, giving. And then you're like, why doesn't anyone take care of me? And you smash your teacup mm-hmm. on the floor. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And frankly, probably everyone runs away. Yeah. You're not getting help from level <laughs> right. two unless you're telling people to help you and they're scared. So they choose to help you. Oh, those yeah. poor level two feelings right there. Yeah. I just want to like, I like the level two. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, level one and level two both come from fear. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So let's get out of there though. Yeah. go to level five. At level five, opportunities are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And whereas at level four, we thought people are broken, they need fixing. At level five, we don't believe that people can break. Mm-hmm. So let me just say that again. Yeah. We don't believe that people can be broken. People are whole. They're always whole. We want to empower them to be their best and at level five we find the opportunities in everything like a broken bone that's an opportunity uh you get laid off from your job that's an opportunity Mm -hmm. okay then there's level six and at level six we're all in this together Mm -hmm. we're all one and i like to add that you know what and none of us have any idea what we're doing (laughs) Thank you for adding that. <laughs> we are all making this up as we go along. Little six is also all about intuition, mm-hmm. which is something we all have. We just have to trust ourselves and be willing to listen to it. Yeah, it's
0: fascinating because we talk about intuition or I talk about it on the podcast and we talk about it on social media too, but like it's our wisest part of us and we don't tap into it. And it's almost like it's like that, the free guru that's sitting right there. And we're like, Oh, like, I don't have time for you right now. I'm going to go figure it out here, here, and here.
1: Like, Oh wait, like level six is awesome. Yes. But there, so there's a but with level six Yeah, is that you can see, can I, can I swear on your podcast? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So you can come across as a lupus fuck (laughs) Because, because like, you know, everything's good. We're all good. Yeah. And yeah. you're not worried about anything. You're not taking anything personally. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to be in level six when you're with other level six people.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: When you're with other people who aren't there yet, come down. Yeah, we can choose to do that. You can choose to meet somebody at a lower level. Interesting. All right, yeah. share
0: share with us number seven, and then let's talk about the level bouncing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So level seven. Okay, level seven is when we're in the zone, in the flow when we're in level seven, so nothing is real in level seven, Mm -hmm. level seven, you know, you might access it. First of all, you don't know you're there when you're there.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You kind of catch yourself on the flip side. You might get there when you're working on something creative. You might get there during meditation. You might get there during physical activity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe there are other times as well. And I'd love to hear from your listeners when you Mm guys feel like you're you're there. I had a friend call me out once. I was swimming with a group in Portland, actually. And a friend was like, what's up? What, why are you so quiet today? You tired? I was like, yeah. Because that's a socially acceptable answer. I was <laughs> like, nope, I was just in, off in my own world in the zone where like I wasn't thinking about anything. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It tends, it's not, we don't, we can't hang out there. No. We can't live in level seven. Right. You don't, you don't eat, sleep, talk to other people. You don't poop in level 7 Mm-hmm. So yeah. We need so, the other levels. So what,
0: is there a, um, an ideal level to be at?
2: Or is that subjective
1: to every, to anybody? It depends on the situation. It depends. So like if you're mugged, mm-hmm you're most likely going to go to level one or two.
3: Mm-hmm. If
1: your initial response is level five, that's weird. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So every, every level serves a purpose. And the point of going through these is teaching people that you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. We tend to, like, we get... So level two is the most common energy level in society. I'm like, let's talk about the level twos, and then people are like, "Wait, that's me right now." Yeah, that's, and, that's, and okay. that's corporate. That's corporate America. That's political America.
3: Hmm.
1: That's most you know, people that p- get pissed off in traffic, mm-hmm. and get angry at the grocery store. A lot of people see life as one, you know, option A or option B, either or. I'm thinking too, just from a, an online
0: entrepreneur space, the like social media posts that are like negative, but also kind of like welcoming in adversity and drama and kind of just being nasty for the sake of being nasty. That's kind of what I picture level two-ish in terms of online
1: world. So So level two, people are taught, some people are taught in business, it's the way to get ahead. Mm. And it can be, but short term. Right. It's not gonna last. Right. Because as I said, like remember when I was talking about level four to level two, you smash the the teacup right. in level two and people might do what you want out of fear. Right. Eventually those people are gonna be like, screw this. Yeah. I don't like living in a life of fear.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That, I love like putting like the real life context to it too, because it just makes you think of like your own life. And when different experiences that you've had popped up and you're like, Oh, that w- person was functioning in level two. And I was feeling like this because of that. So can we actually go there for a second? What do we do when we recognize people around us are I guess, or, or when we surmise that people around us are operating in a certain energy level that we're like, mm, I'm not subscribing to that. Like, no, thank you. What do, what do we do as like the outside person witnessing somebody on a different energy level?
1: So the thing first, it depends on what you want out of that interaction with people. Mm-hmm. But first thing to remember is your energy is sacred. Mm. Your energy is, it's yours. It is your gift. It is it's you and it is unique to you and it is sacred. So level two is super contagious because just think if someone yells at you, what do you do? Yeah. You yell back. Yeah. That's just, that's, that's human response. Yeah. Um, First thing is just, so like, remember that your energy is sacred and observe and then make a decision. So I'd say the first thing is you don't have to deal with those people. Yeah. You don't have to surround yourself with that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: If you're, okay, so if you're an entrepreneur, you're trying to, to onboard a new client, invite a new client into your program, and you see that they're, this is where you don't want to be in level six. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a mm-hmm. trying fuck. Because, because from level six, I want to work with everybody because we're all one. Right. From level five, I recognize that there are opportunities everywhere. And that opportunity for that potential client I'm talking to might be, it might be somebody I'm going to send to you, Jillian. Mm-hmm. It might be an opportunity for me to collaborate with another coach.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It might be an opportunity to, like, I might be the person that can help that person see that they do need therapy. Mm-hmm. When it can be an opportunity for an amazing connection between me and that potential client. Right. Right. So I'm okay. So when you're interacting with somebody, choose your energy level, see how they're showing up mm-hmm. and you could always choose if they're in level one, you can consciously choose to, to meet them there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you have to go there. It's kind of like you can like, I'm picturing like a cartoon, like throw on a rope over over a cliff, yeah, and like you know, banging it in, so you can you can hang on to that rope yeah. and hold yourself almost at a I don't want to go below level three, mm-hmm. and then you just reach down to them and see them, see their pain, acknowledge them, validate them, mm-hmm. what they're feeling is real, yeah.
0: That's so powerful. Oh my gosh. You
1: you don't have to get in their boat. So
0: how do we hop, how do we hop between the levels? Like if we're at a place where like, I'm feeling good. I don't want to go down. Like, but how, how do we have interactions when it's our energy that we're focusing on?
1: So we can choose. So like when it it comes to hopping between energy levels for us, it's like trying on a new outfit, Mm. try it on, see how it feels.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: so if you're dealing with something if you find yourself in level one or two you can ask yourself it's more helpful if you have somebody else ask you because you can't read the label from inside the jar right um so I'll ask what would it look like even if you're if you're in level one how is this serving you Mm -hmm. first of all and it does serve you after I crashed my bike I went deep into level one a week later when my shoulder started hurting with extreme nerve pain and nerve pain for me, just like I couldn't think anything other than pain, 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 pain. Yeah. Yeah. That nerve pain allowed me to connect with a performance coach Mm -hmm. who helped me navigate this, who I looked for somebody who had the exact same certifications that I did because I was like, I can't coach myself, but I know what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it helped me get an emergency chiropractor appointment that day. Yeah. So that level one helped me. I could have been like, if I'd been in level three, I would have just gritted my teeth and just dealt with it. Yeah. And I wouldn't have gotten the help I needed, the support I needed.
0: So when I came to you, though, I was ready to go. I I'm imagining I was at a level one state because I asked for help. And I said, like, I know what I have to do here, but I can't do it. Like, please help me with this.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that, I love the, I, I know what I need to do, but I can't do it. Mm-hmm. That is like an empowered level one mm-hmm. because it's saying, I need help. I'm ready to do the work. Like I need to come down to level one to ask for the help. I want to bounce out of this. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to say like, this is where I am. Like I, but it's not my natural place. We all have a natural energy. Yeah. We all have a home and we all have a natural stress response so how we show up stressed is different than how we show up unstressed and stress is everything all stress shows up the same for us so teeny tiny stress like a mosquito bite yeah shows up the same as like filing for bankruptcy I wish, I wish people could see my face right now. Cause I'm like, am like, my
0: jaw is like gaping open. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. And it's so interesting. So do you have to go from level one to two to three, or can you jump from like, so say you want to say somebody's listening to this and they're in level one or two and they want to start making the climb. Do they have to experience each level to get to where they want to be? Will they Likely experience each level in a little bit anyway. Like, how does that work?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think like in some ways, the one, two, three tends to happen mm-hmm. like a ladder. So if you're in level one, all right, let's say actually you have a friend in level one, you want to get them out. Mm-hmm. They start yelling at you. Guess what? You just <laughs> got them angry. You just got them into level two. You do not have to put up with that. Yeah. But if you do, like, if you're talking to your kids and they're, you know, your kid falls off a slide, they're crying, they're in level one. Then, then they start getting angry. So you're like, stupid slide, that's good news. They're climbing out of level one. They're into level two. Let them keep going. Yeah. And you can also encourage them. But it does, it does happen naturally. We can, of course, get stuck in levels.
0: So what do we do? How do we know we're stuck in levels
1: and what do we do to get out of them? Mm, okay. So first of all, clinical depression, mm-hmm. it's real.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not just, it is stuck in level one, get professional help. Yeah. 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 Um, and if, if you're in level two, you don't want to see it. Yeah. At level two, you don't want to see yourself. Yeah. Because everyone else is wrong. Level two is I'm right. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're going to fight If Holding onto level two energy will just make you like fight every step.
0: And I imagine if like you as the coach or like any, any coach or anyone, any friend trying to help is like, you're in level two right now. They're going to be like, no, I'm not go away. (laughs) So that's a, that's a challenging place to be for yourself, but also, you're just not in receiving help mode because you're not even, you don't even, you're not even aware that you need help and that you want help. Like that's,
1: that that's quite the spiral, isn't it? It really is. And I think as we gain awareness, we can see that I'm in level two, I have level two energy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So you are not your energy.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So like, I have level two energy about that. Mm-hmm. If you guys, Julian, are you familiar with the book Mindset? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a fixed mindset can also show up as level two.
3: Right. Right. Both
1: mindset is more five. Yeah. Yeah. And listeners read that book. Highly yeah. recommend it. Yeah. Highly, yeah, highly, yeah. Highly. Don't be deterred by the really boring cover. <laughs> it's actually an easy read. I love it. I'm going to put that in the show notes too. Recommendation
0: per my friend Kelsey. So for, um, What's what's an ideal level for entrepreneurs to be? 5. How come?
1: The most successful businesses operate from level 5 because okay. we see opportunities everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's what being an entrepreneur is, right? Yeah. We're constantly shifting, constantly pivoting, yeah. especially in this online space where we're not wed to like a brick and mortar building
3: mm-hmm.
1: of like, oh, I can't easily change my bakery into a clothing store. Right. Right. So you and I could do that. Yeah. Really easily if we want to do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's oh. so cool. Oh my gosh. I just love this so much. So level six, when you're in level six, because you mentioned like you, when you're in level six, you want to hang out with level six people but you can choose to kind of meet people where they're at. What, like, tell me your feelings about that. Can we dive into that a little bit more? Cause I feel like level six seems like such a fun place to be, but you also do want to be mindful to be able to connect with others. And especially, I guess, even like continuing on the, like the online entrepreneurial space, like following your intuition is so important, but you also need to be relatable and have the ability to connect with people no matter where they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You just got really blurry. I know.
0: I just, I just... <laughs> it's actually perfect
1: for level six. Oh, <laughs> I planned that. <laughs> um, oh, such a good question. Okay. So level six is a funny level. I love it. Mm-hmm. Five and six are my home. And I know that comes across because I just like beam about them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, level six. Let me talk about this in triathlon, actually. Yeah, that'd be great. I get, I just focus on the process. Mm -hmm. Process, I want to focus on my form. I just do the work. That's level six. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Every once in a while, I lift my head up. And I'm like, hey, wait, what are other people doing?
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Then I can go into levels one or two. Right. And get that little snippet of energy. But... That, fo- that process, that trusting my gut when I coach, I think I'm primarily in level six. How do we connect to others though? We see others. Yeah. We feel, we feel the energy. I think I, I describe the levels as being like steps. Yeah. That's kind of that, how I picture them too. Yeah. But there is like, you can be in high level three. Mm-hmm. You can be like Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm not in level three right now. I'm 3.9. 3.9. Like, <laughs>
0: that's you- kind of like, I, right now when we're recording this podcast, it's spring of 2018 and my one-year-old is going to be two next month and my four-year-old is going to be five. So I'm not even calling them four and one anymore. I'm saying almost two and almost five. Like, it's yeah. just, like that's kind of how I picture it.
1: Um, and you just reminded me, spring in New England yeah. Or lack thereof. <laughs> Let's talk about the energy level for that because that's level three. Oh, cool. Yeah, because cause how do you get through that state of? Why isn't it spring? Why is it thirty degrees in the middle yeah. of April? <laughs> yeah, you, you That's either a level you level one. Mm-hmm. Like, what was me? This sucks. Asking for like, help from the sun. Please is shine. <laughs> Or maybe even taking action and asking for help for a friend that lives someplace sunshiny. Like, can I please come visit? <laughs> I know. I have not. I have not asked you that yet. But if, if the weather turns, it's in the 50s today. But
0: Kelsey's in Florida now, friends, and she um she from Maine originally. I know you lived I'm from here. Massachusetts. Originally. Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. So she was she was up here in these Maine parts for a good chunk of her life, and now yeah. she's in sunny Florida. So. Seriously, if last, if last week's weather would have continued, I may have been knocking at your door.
1: Because <laughs> yeah. it's all like catabolic. It's like level one, two, and three. Eventually you get up to the point of putting up with it. Yeah. But I don't think anyone in New England right now feels, well, maybe the 50 degree day. I mean, there you're going to feel the four, five, and six. Yeah. But when it's in the 30s in April, May, June. <laughs> Because there's always one of those days,
0: <laughs> and I tend to watch Frozen with my son on that 30 degree day in June. It's just what we've done for the past two years. I wonder if it'll happen again.
1: Oh, I hope it doesn't. For you, I, <laughs> I hope your June is filled with levels five and six. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, no
0: friends, we're gonna listen to the air, we're gonna look at the weather and subscribe. Our energy, our energy, like, steps to them. That's so funny. Okay, anyways, I took you off
1: track. Sorry. No, but wait, I actually want to say one more thing about weather. OK, this, this reminds me, so in Maine, um, the air hurts your face sometimes
3: mm-hmm.
1: in winter. Mm-hmm. And we try and like cocoon in to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you try and chuck your chin into your jacket yeah. and like really get yourself deep and you pull your hat down, you pull your gloves up. <laughs> you try to make yourself as small as possible. Mm-hmm. That, so the reflection of our energy is seen in our body language in that case. Yeah. So talking about body language, when we're big, expansive, or powerful, when we're small, closing on ourselves, that's level one. Mm. And so we start feeling level one energy about the about the weather. Even if you say like, oh, I love it and the snow is so beautiful. Look at what you're doing with your body. Yeah. You're closing in on yourself. Yeah. So we can actually you can actually see people's energy levels so by the way they they sit, by the way they hold themselves. That's so cool. Yeah. All of this takes practice, mind you.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not, I'm not walking out of this conversation pretending I'm a wizard at this, but it's just so interesting to like, just look at things differently. Like look at life differently as energy, as opposed to finite bits of time or finite cans and can'ts or shoulds or shouldn'ts. It's interesting to understand that underneath it all is that frequency that we're all vibrating on, on some level. And it's cool to differentiate.
1: Yeah, and energy is constantly flowing everywhere. Yeah. It's constantly flowing through us. Yeah. So it's okay if you're feeling like you're in level one right now. Yeah. You won't be. Right. By the end of the day, if you make that choice, because you always have a choice. Right. So if you're there right now, try on level two. What does that feel like? Think of it as trying on a dress. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't wear a dress, you know, you're trying on a shirt. Try it on. How does it look? How does it feel? Is it a little scratchy? Take it off. Try on level three. What does that feel? Is that more flattering? Keep going up the ladder. Try them all on and see how would I see the world with this? Because really it is like it's our perspective. Right. It's how we see the world. So it's like trying on a different pair of glasses.
0: I'm just, for those of you, I mean, we're doing a podcast right now, so you can't see this, but my camera is driving me nuts so I'm like totally distracting Kelsey like throwing my camera all over the place trying to make it focus um I love the idea of being able to just try something on what if we don't like what we try on
1: when we get to try on something else mm.
0: how do we how do we recognize that we've got Or I guess, how do we hone the skill of recognizing choice and honoring it and allowing for us to take action based on the choice? Mm, Pause.
1: Mm. We pause. We. Brene Brown said something brilliant. I don't know if it's in Rising Strong or if she said it. I saw her speak about that book. And she said that I think it was in her 30s, she realized that she didn't have to respond immediately to somebody. Yes. Holy cow. She could say, let me think about it. Yeah. And it may not be that we say, let me think about it, but just know as soon as as soon as soon you see something, you don't have to react right away. Mm-hmm. You get to respond. You get to choose. You get to take a minute. You get to take a breath. Mm-hmm. and. Ask yourself, and you don't have to ask out loud. You don't even have to say these words, but you're essentially asking yourself, "How do I want to respond? Mm-hmm. How do I want to show up?" Because we always have a choice. Yeah, and and you always have a choice when you show up, and you realize like, you catch yourself. Like, say you catch yourself yelling at your kids. Yeah, Okay, so thoughts level too. You can stop, and you can say hold on, this isn't how I want to show up. Yeah. I know I can't delete what just happened, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry. I want to do this differently. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's
0: so fascinating and it's actually, again, bringing it back to the social media driven world. like, We have been programmed to like, when we see the little red dot, like, Oh, I got to get in there. There's a notification. I got to respond. But actually there's so much power in saying, no, I don't have to right now. Or I, I, one of my things that I have been behind the scenes trying to work on for myself is if somebody sends me a message, um, on on whatever, it could be email, it could be Facebook, it could be Instagram and it it stirs something within me and I kind of get that gut, like whether it's good or bad, but like have like feel like I need to like respond, especially if I feel like I need to like defend myself or clarify or something like that. My autopilot for so long was like, I need to do that right this second. But actually stepping back and saying like, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to respond right now. And what would come if I just let this be for a minute there. I mean, there are some things that you want to deal with right away and I understand that, but there are some things that like, really it's not life or death. And sometimes just taking that pause and getting a different perspective is super helpful, especially in the way that you want to respond to it.
1: Yeah. And a pause can be anything from like two seconds Mm -hmm. to a day. Yeah. And, and it's consciously giving yourself space to, to, Oh, okay, so another story. Yeah. Um, I am I'm, I'm racing this weekend mm-hmm. in a triathlon, and I'm try- oh, my coach and I are trying a different style of taper for me. And I'm I was a little sore yesterday, so I included that in my workout notes. And my coach emailed me, and I saw the email this morning. It said, "What do you want to change? Do you want to take a day off? Do you want to change the workouts around? Do you want to continue as planned?" And I saw this email right before I went into my morning meditation yeah. and I had like an initial reaction to it. And then I was like, uh-uh, I don't respond to emails before I meditate. Mm-hmm. So I went through my meditation and then, you know what? The email was still there. Mm-hmm. I was able to respond. I don't know if my, my response changed, but I made the conscious decision. Yeah, We do so much in life from default yeah we just like are aware we wake up and we consciously choose our words Mm -hmm. we consciously choose our timing it can feel for any listeners who are still in corporate america it can feel like we have zero control over our schedules Mm -hmm. people are putting us in meetings all the time i i can't imagine that (laughs) but the thing is you you always have a choice how you show up yeah always. And you actually also have a choice whether or not you want to go to that meeting. Mm -hmm. You might feel like you have to, but you're making that that choice because you feel like if you don't go to that meeting, you might get fired. Mm -hmm. And so you are choosing that you want to go to that meeting instead of getting fired. You're still making a choice. And that's not necessarily a bad choice.
0: It's just, it's stating that there it's, it's empowering you and me and the listeners and all of us that there may be something that we do or don't want to do, but we get to feel empowered with whether we follow through with it or not. Either way,
1: either way, we get to choose how we show up in those situations. Always. We are making a choice every second. Yeah, And sometimes we are falling for the default choice and it's never too late to catch ourselves and like pull ourselves back and be like, wait a second.
0: I love that so much and it actually brings full circle back to what I shared earlier with like this default way of thinking for me with my body image, with my negative self talking stuff. And, and you guys like, I, I want it to be super clear here. Like we all have different perspectives and we all have different feelings about our bodies. And like, I know that I have gotten comments before from people saying like, well, why do you feel this certain way about your body when you look like X, Y, or Z? But like, here's the thing. There's no judgment here on other people. There's no comparison here to other people. We all have our own demons. I'm sharing pretty vulnerably that that was mine for a really long time. And out of respect for my journey, I, I encourage you to remember that that was mine. It doesn't have to be yours. You don't even have to agree with mine, but that's not for you to decide neither here or there. And for me, it was that, oh my gosh, like I've been thinking these thoughts for so long and I was just ready. I was ready to release them. And I will add they come back, but now I've given my demon a different job. And I've, I've chosen to witness the thoughts and choose the energy level that I want to receive them on. And I think that that's really, really a powerful example to show. Like it takes, it's, it's the work, but it's understanding because I knew this stuff from, from learning from you and learning from great other great people. And it's just incredible that we get to participate in it the way that we choose
1: to. Yes. We are participating. Yeah. That can be such a powerful realization for people. Yeah.
0: I love the thought process. And one thing that I love to help um, my clients through is just understanding and recognizing that we get to participate in our transformation. It's not something that usually just happens to us. Sometimes things do just happen, but it's taking whatever happens and participating in it to whatever capacity you're able to, to best step into what you want out of the situation.
1: Yeah. We're always in charge of our response. Yeah. We get to choose. We, we get to create our response. Always. Like things, it's kind of like that saying that pain happens, but suffering is optional. Yeah. We get to choose how we respond. Yeah. We get to choose whether or not we suffer. Yeah. We will feel pain. It's going to happen. You're going to drop something on your toe. You're going to lose people. I don't really want to go down this road right now. No, no. I get get really sad when I think about things like this, but we get to choose whether or not we suffer. Yeah. Yeah. And well, we can still feel our feelings and choose not to suffer. Well, and I think, again, like bringing it back, it it's,
0: it's just goes to show why the work that you do is so powerful because I had lived in that world of feeling my pain and choosing to suffer from it for a long time until I realized, like, I don't have to. I don't have to suffer from this anymore, but I need help in order to release it and to let it go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you asking for help, like, let's just celebrate that for a second. Yeah. Because you saw yourself, you saw your potential and you were like, I can't get there by myself. I can't get there without clearing out these blocks. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And thank you for bringing that up because
0: I don't think that I, I lamented that as eloquently. Like I, friends, I recognized that in other areas of my life, I was at the next level. I'm currently at the next level of something that had once been a goal of mine, right? So it's just looking at your life and understanding that you are going to grow. You are going to evolve. But I couldn't fully be present in the place that I knew that not only I was meant to be, but realistically, I was there if I had these past feelings, these old, tired thoughts holding me back. And so releasing them really helped me to embody all of what I wanted to be in representing
1: myself at that next level. Yes. It helped you take that step into yourself. Yeah. That's
0: so cool. Oh my gosh. Friends, I hope that you are taking notes, obviously, on like the levels, but just like applying this to your life. Kelsey, I'm super curious. What do you do to take care of yourself? Because, I mean, from for somebody who is so... Mindful of your mindset, and is so um, intuitive and caring when it comes to connecting with other people and serving your clients and helping them to step into their their awesome and their sparkle. But also for somebody that is so physically active, what do you, what are the things that are like must dos for you in terms of self self care?
1: So first of all, I'm hyper body aware hmm Oh, yeah. a gift. Yeah. And a curse. Yeah, you and, and me both, sister. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so non-negotiables. Warm water with lemon every morning. Mm-hmm. First thing, drink it with a straw. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I meditate. And then I do some activation exercises. Because I've got some muscles that don't like to turn on without reminders. Yeah. And then I have breakfast. So that's my non-negotiable morning routine it happens even if it's a super early morning i will get up extra extra early to make it happen ah exercise yeah like yeah i'm training always Mm -hmm. Uh, but just moving my body walking my dog constant movement and rest yeah constant like consistent rest
3: mm-hmm.
1: realizing that whether it's resting my mind or my body or both we can't that's how, so in terms of physical growth it's that rest period that's when we adapt yeah that's when our muscles get stronger when we're resting them that's and so same in terms of growing mentally
2: mm-hmm.
1: there's that space between where it feels like nothing is happening and we can get all frustrated and be like, what? I'm not moving forward. I'm not, nothing's happening right now. Trust the magic in that spot. Yeah. Cause something is happening. You have no idea what it is, but something is happening. If you really tune in, you'll feel like something's percolating, but you can't put your hand on it. Trust the magic.
0: Mm. I love that so much.
1: What is your, as we wrap up here, I just love
0: asking a couple random questions because like it's just fun getting to know like the quirky side or the like other things, you know, just the random little tidbits. Um, what is your favorite, well, this is a cool question for you and probably a difficult one, but what is your favorite um, place that you have traveled to? And I say it's an interesting question for Kelsey because Kelsey spent a year 16 months, 16 months, um, traveling in an RV with her husband and just kind of like going with what, where you felt called, right? Like just experiencing life in different locations. So
1: what's your favorite place you've been on that journey or like in general, Mm, both, (laughs) why not? Okay. Okay. So I think, Oh, um, okay. In general. It'd either be Montenegro or New Zealand. Mm. Both super magical, powerful places, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, in this country. Uh. Hmm. I. So there there are some funny places. There are places where. Is we were living at campgrounds,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and where the campground would be amazing, and then you'd just go outside of the campground, and we're like, "Oh," because we were partially looking for a place to live. Yeah. And so we'd be like, "Oh my god, I love this!" And then I'd go swimming, so I'd like drive to the pool, and I was like, "Oh, there's nowhere we're living here." <laughs> um, and actually, Moral Beach was one of those places. I Really, that, that campground was just amazing. We were. It was such a funny campground. They had music blasting in the bathrooms always. Oh, it was we had, so like, fun! A dance party while you're in the shower, and sometimes it was really loud. And then it was like, like they seemed to have an eighties day, and it was always dance music. I had a blast showering in that campground. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we were like, mm, I don't know, maybe hundred meters from the beach, we could just walk on the beach. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, it's all. That was amazing. Yeah. And that's interesting. I don't know why that's the one that came up for me. That's so cool. I love that. What is your favorite sport? What kind of question is that?
2: I know.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess it's triathlon. Yeah. Uh, I played water polo for eight years, a little less than that, um, in high school and college. Yeah. I love that crazy sport. <laughs> yeah. I choose not to do it anymore, although I maybe pulled back. Soon, because it's really rough on my knees, and I choose to bike and run right now. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I love that insane sport. That's so funny. Oh, you're
0: so
2: cool.
1: <laughs> Which I was terrified of at the beginning. By the way, I did that at high school. I went away to a boarding school starting sophomore year, and it, so the the school had a swim team. So the first time I was gonna be able to swim for my school. And then they were like, all the summers play water polo in the fall. And I was like, what's, I don't even know water polo. I kind of played field hockey. Yeah. So I think I brought my field hockey stick as a backup plan, but I went to water polo practice so intimidated, so terrified. I think I was pretty bad my first year and then things clicked again. I'm intuitive. Yeah. So I do remember I think it was my senior year, the coach having me demonstrate something. And then he, I came back and he was like, Kelsey, why'd you do that? And I was like, uh, I had no words for it. Yeah. I finally was just like, I went for the ball. But like, I didn't, I didn't have a strategy for how I did things. I just yeah. did them. I just responded. Oh, that is so cool. I would love to see you in action in the water polo world. Okay. So
0: let me ask you this. Do you have a, a favorite part of the triathlon?
1: I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to, cause I come from a swimming background. I used to love the swim. Mm-hmm. Then my body did some wacky things and I had extreme back pain for three years that I'm still navigating and the swimming just became really painful. And along with that pain, when the pain got really bad, I got so much slower, Yeah. like all of a sudden in a three day span so some days it's the bike depends on the course yeah. if it's a flat fast short course I just love hammering it on the bike which the bike was always my weakest and some days it's the run yeah. I, I really I feel like I finally become a triathlete
0: that's yeah. so cool oh let's celebrate you with that <laughs> that is so cool I love that Oh, that's so awesome. Before I ask you the final question, um, can you please um, just share with us like what you have available for services for people, where they can find you um, and whatever. I mean, this is kind of like your little opportunity to share any specifics that I wasn't able to articulate when I was just like fawning over your ma- amazingness. <laughs> Thank you, sister.
1: I, okay, so KelseyAbbott.com. Mm -hmm. is the website the podcast is the finder awesome podcast Mm -hmm. i'm kelsey abbott cpc on instagram on facebook you can come join my free facebook group which is finder awesome with kelsey abbott Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and there's the finder awesome facebook page and in terms of what i'm offering right now i'm am in creation mode cool i'm not gonna spill the beans quite yet on what's coming but I am definitely working with people one-to-one mm-hmm. for, as I mentioned, their four-month segments. I also, I, I love choosing your own adventure. So if you feel like you want to work with me but don't know how, reach out. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's create something. Yeah. Yeah. I love it.
0: Or if you listen to this and you were like, oh, I'm exactly where Jillian is. I need that release button. Yeah. Can they reach out to you for that?
1: Yeah, please. Uh, I believe I don't like rules. Yeah. I create my own rules and then I break them. (laughs) This goes back to like, you know, whether it's a recipe where I'll like follow a recipe from the book, but I but I change everything. And then (laughs) I write it down for myself and then I change everything the next time I make it. Like I can't even follow my own rules.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it so much.
1: (laughs) I I am a um (laughs) I am a I'm a rule
0: follower, but I'm a recovering rule follower in some areas of my life because over the past year I have released a lot and it has served me a great deal besides in the areas that it hasn't served me. And now I'm kind of stepping in and owning that and, and having fun with
1: that. So yeah, yeah. Life, is, life is, well, it's all an experiment Yeah, and it's all just an opportunity to play. Yeah. And I love being able to be like, oh, that didn't work. <laughs> Like taking it back to food again. I, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. I guess that's why it's kind of hungry. But my husband and I, we lived in Barbados for a little while, and we loved Bajan flying fish. Mm-hmm. It just has this great spice in it. And we found a recipe online. This is years ago. This was like 15 years ago. Yeah. And we recreated it. And, ooh, it was way too spicy, <laughs> way too spicy. So it's okay sometimes to be like, oh, we slaved over that. That took us like five hours to make, and I'm not eating it. No, no that didn't work. Yep.
0: Oh my gosh. I love you. Okay. Kelsey Abbott, final question. What are you grateful
1: for? Oh, Jillian. I am grateful for you. <laughs> I, I am grateful for the connections. Talking about intuition. Mm-hmm. If you look at our friendship, mm-hmm. yeah, we've only met in person. We've only spent two days together or like two yeah. and a half days. Yeah. And yet a sister, I think about you every day. I know. I know. Yeah, so well, um, do you
0: remember when we were at the retreat, like I looked at you and I was like, I think that you're kind of my big sister, and you were like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was in one lifetime." Like yeah. that, that definitely, like that was a weird, cool, like cosmic connection, right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was, and it's so interesting that you had the same thought that I did. Yeah,
0: yeah that it's was so
1: cool. crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh my gosh! Anything else you want to add in the gratitude front? Because
1: oh my god, yes, I'm oh. grateful for so much. I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for Florida. I love we've been taking evening walks yeah. and I love that I'm outside without a sweatshirt, without even long sleeves. Yeah. I love I love the fact that we own palm trees and <laughs> hibiscus plants. Like just these are, these are ours. <laughs> um yeah, I I love life. I am so grateful to be here, to be alive to be able to do life with the amazing people and animals that I get to do life with and palm trees and palm trees. (laughs) I don't understand them at all yet, but I love them. Yeah. Oh, I love them too. From way up
0: North. I love them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, friends. I'm going to actually wrap this up right now and give you a little teaser. If you want to see Kelsey Abbott and I in person in color, live, we've got something special cooking up for you that will be coming your way. Um, and I'm not going to, oh my gosh, like this, this is a mean teaser, but like, believe me, there is an amazing opportunity for you coming up here shortly, which I will be announcing. But, um, for now I can just let you just dream about how fun it's going to be to be in person with us when we're like, Together and holding hands. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands.
1: Kelsey, thank you. Thank you, Jillian. I, I love you. I thank love you. you. Thank you for being you and giving this gift to the world. Oh, lives right now. Thank well, you. And
0: thank you for seeing me. Thank you for giving your gifts to the world. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being here today. Love it. I get anywhere else. I know, me either, because I love it. Okay, friends. Good morning. Thank you so much, my amazing friends, for tuning into this episode of Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands. And I have a question for you. I know that the content in these episodes is hugely helpful for you and it's hugely moving for you. But it kind of brings up the but now what question. The How can I take this to the next level scenario in your mind? And I know that to be certain because ultimately, it was listening to podcasts like this that really lit my fire and helped me to think bigger picture truer picture that led me down the road of launching this business, living my life in congruence with my soul's purpose. And I want to offer the same to you. I know that through the number of services that I offer, one of them is exactly what you need right now to move that needle on your life. On your business on your relationships on your worthiness forward and it is really important to me to be able to offer you all of the different options so that you know what is available to you and the best way that we can do that friends is by hopping on the phone for a free consultation a free one-to-one girlfriend soul chat about what life and business looks for you and which tools that I have within my world that I've created for you are going to best help you to amplify that, best help you to take it to the next level. I have a beautiful academy for those who are just starting off, just ready to launch their business. I've got a mastermind for those that are at the next level or are ready to up level in a big way and be surrounded by a tribe of women who are doing that self-discovery work. And I work one-to-one with clients who really need a little bit more and yearn for a little bit more of that direct soul-to-soul contact, but also want the beautiful, crazy amazing relationships that come from being a part of tribes like the mastermind and the academy. So if you're interested in talking about which of these services is the best option for where you are currently and where you're ready to go, let's hop on the phone please head to www.jillianbolands.com forward slash contact. We will be in touch immediately upon receiving the request for that consultation. And we're going to set up a 30 minute time to chat and get to know each other so that I can begin coaching you for free and then guide you to the opportunity that's going to allow for you to energetically invest in yourself in the way that will best suit your needs and allow for you to step into the empowered version of yourself that is going to show up in this life in a huge and massive way i'm so excited to connect with you again jillianbolanz.com forward slash contact i can't wait to chat good morning